How you doing, everybody? And thank you for joining us again on the Beast Mode Kids podcast. 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 There it is <laughs> on the Beast Mode Kids podcast. There, there we go. go. It might be one of those days, Laura. It just could be one of those days where I don't know. It's probably exactly going to be one of those things days. are going to come out of my mouth right now. So, so you mean like every single episode of this podcast that we've had has been flawless, and this is the one <laughs> that is just going to go off the rails and just aren't going to be good anymore. And this is the only one, obviously, only one ever going forward. Just so you know, like somebody's going to make a compilation out there of like all of the times that we just don't talk right that's perfect i would love to because <laughs> that would probably make up one heck of a good episode right oh yeah there, that's all that was these are words you did not use correctly and or say correctly and Podcast. there's a lot of them Podcast. <laughs> Podcast. so this this is one of those perfect things of like all right we're literally going to get in this right now um and you and I see differently on this, on assessing yourself. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is with a perfect example of this. So I just said podcast. Let's just podcast. say, let's just say that I did not recognize that. And, um, and then I did later, meaning later I listened to the podcast to see how I could improve myself, what sounded good, what sounded bad, all that kind of stuff. But this is where the difference between the Laura and I are. Mm-hmm. Again, I could just hear myself. This is how Laura and I are. That's not a good complete sentence either. Yeah, no, it isn't. But I like listening back to not all of our podcasts, but some occasionally to assess myself, to see how I am doing, to see if I need to make any changes on there. Yeah. Laura doesn't believe in that because she thinks she's perfect every single time. It's not true. So why you have how many podcasts of ours? We've done 57, 58, 58. This is our 58th. How many of those have you listened to? A few. <laughs> no. How many? Like, less, Could you count them on one hand? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so this is where, okay, I need I need feedback from you people. Truly, email me at beastmodekids201 yeah, at gmail.com. It- and I want to hear you let me know and let tell Alora if, who's right? Do you need to watch yourself if you're doing a video? I Do you need to? No, 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 sh- no. Do you need to listen to yourself to assess yourself to be able to get yourself better? If you're in a play, Laura, and you needed to be better at something, would you think that you just doing it over and over again would actually make you better? Or would you need to physically watch you from the outside to physically see what you are doing? Both. Right. Exactly. So... <laughs> this is one of these arguments that we're having, and I will continue having this argument with you I'm because aware. you need to be able to improve yeah. on all aspects. And I don't care if that's one of those things where it's drawing, you know, for you to be able to do a drawing or something like that. Like we all think that we are good at, at something, whatever that may be. Right. Yeah. But then to be able to give that, if you're brave enough to give that to somebody else, I mean like, Hey, what do you think about that? And if they, say this is amazing then that they either a good friend or a liar or it's really good you never know but if they look at or you it's really good now a true friend would look at you if it wasn't good at all being like that's not that good yeah but that's, that's you, right and you have to be able to have that honesty with your true friends and more more importantly yourself if you do a, a drawing laura and will you look at a drawing and be like, hmm, I could, I would have changed this. Maybe next time I'll do this different. Maybe I'll do this different here. You know, the window or the, the tree just wasn't blowing right or something like that. I need yeah. to angle that differently. So this is where, again, that assessment of yourself is huge. And there's a quote out there um, as 
you're how it goes is this you're your worst critic yeah so any work that you do you're going to be of course you are that's just the way that that's the way that life is or and like the, and that's a good thing otherwise you're just delusional or like the quote i don't know who said this i'm pretty sure it was most of my art teachers if we're being honest <laughs> okay. but um the or like it's generally something that a lot of people say whenever you're working on anything whether that be a play or you're singing a song or your drawing, etc. The list goes on. It go- applies to anything, but your piece of work is only as good as its worst part. Meaning that if you messed up on part of it, that is as good as it is going to get. Because right. it's not like, oh, well, I can just say, I really like just because, yes, you did do really good on that part and you did do really good on that part. It doesn't mean that this part didn't happen. <laughs> You're very right. You're absolutely right. That I mean, there's another way to look at that. It's been that you're only as fast as your slowest athlete. You know, if you're running a four-person relay, you're only as fast as the slowest person on your team. It's the same mm-hmm. thing that goes along with that. So it's trying to improve yourself in as many ways that you possibly can, and you have to be able to assess yourself. Argue with me all day long. Seriously, people, email me. Just tell me a quick story about how we can make Laura better. Or how okay. things, how uh, okay. <laughs> don't like ridicule her, but assess <laughs> yourself over something or tell a story about something like that. So then we can talk about it and then we'll, we can, we can talk about, maybe we'll have an episode where we just read people smashing Alora. Or, I mean, not that, but they're assessing themselves to help Alora understand that. <laughs> there right? you go. Okay. That's a better way to put that. I mean, it'd be more fun to read with like, oh, you should hear what this guy did. Now, oh, would- you should <laughs> hear this. Um, So this guy said Alora's forehead is unsymmetrical. I don't know what that has to do with this. <laughs> you know what, though? It's not. You're fine. Okay. Perfect. If I was a good friend, I would tell you the truth. But <laughs> it's your dad, and I'm just going to tell you the truth anyway. It's not. So perfect. So this is the perfect thing. So you and I, we had uh, talking about all this. We've had some arguments over this uh, beliefs and everything like that. And I will continue going through all of this stuff because you still have to talk to your to your are your yeah teacher English what, teacher English teacher. But she also teaches the she, she is runs the, plays the person that, who runs the play the, yeah, every yeah. year. Right. But this is where like you magically forgot to ask her about it last week. So you're going to have to remember. I'm to sorry. It. I had a whole bunch of stuff going on. I had tests every day. There was a lot of things going on. I asked one thing of you. That's it. I've only ever asked one thing and that was it. And you Okay. So it. I can just drop all of the homework and all of the tests and just focus on that one thing now. Yes. That's all you ask of me? That's that no no, that's the one thing that I want you to do for me. I, you do whatever you do all your schoolwork for them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing I'm asking you to do for me. Have a 60 second conversation with the teacher. That's it. Sounds simple, right? Sounds so easy. But this is where like when you have issues, you know, let's say that I'm I'm asking something of you. All right? And you may not like what I'm asking you. Yeah. You might not like what I'm going to have you do or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of, we, we have the discussion, you walk away, you know, you might be frustrated or angry or, or just kind of like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Like, how it's do, like, why is this important? Why? Right. How do you find the courage to come back to myself or mom or a teacher, whatever that is, and confront them with your concern or your issue? Um. Well... Usually how I would just do that kind of thing is I just, sometimes I say it jokingly. Like when I'm around mom, let's say, um, I'm trying to think of a random example. Um, let's say 
I wanted to do something nice for mom. This happened. I wanted to do something nice. And I was like, oh, well, there's a broom on the broom in the closet. And there's a mess on the floor that Bo did. So I'm going to come over here with the broom. And I'm going to sweep it up. And I'm going to throw it in the garbage. And then mom comes over and she says, oh, Laura, just use the Swiffer. And I'm going to say, no, mom, I chose to do something nice for you with, with the broom. So if you want to use the Swiffer for that, go ahead. You can do that. Then I'm going to use the broom, but you obviously want to use the Swiffer, so you go ahead and do that. Thank you. (gasps) This actually happened, and I got really upset because I'm just like, I am doing something nice for you. Don't change this. (laughs) So... So the, here's this. So I understand. I don't. That, I don't know if that that lines up with the the confrontation yeah. with that there. So let me give you an example here. Okay. So there's been times where all of a sudden you'll walk out of your room getting ready for school, mm-hmm. and mom will look at you and go, "No." Yep. And she forces you to go back into your room and change clothes, right? So that that obviously is going to anger anybody that does that. Like, what's wrong with what I'm wearing right now? Yeah, and usually okay. there isn't something wrong with what I'm wearing. Sure, usually. But now this is where that is that is the confrontation. Like, how do you go back to mom and be like, listen, I don't understand what the issue is. I have this and this and this and this. What is happening with this? Now, mom obviously is going to have her own reasons for stuff like that, but you need to have your argument that kind of goes by like, yeah, but I, I'm lining up with everything you asked for. Now, you come out with a small skirt and a, you know, a tank top in Ugh. January. Well, guess what? Yeah, I understand. I ain't going to let that happen either. Yeah. But this is where you would like to get a little funky and fun with your clothes every once in a while. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. But then there's also the fine line where mom's just like, you are still my daughter. You can't dress like that. Mom's a little more square like that. She's got to be, you have to be a little more pristine, you know? Yeah, mom's going to listen to this podcast in two weeks and she's going to be like, why are you guys trashing me? It's going to be like eight weeks. She's many behind. You oh, know, that's, yeah. That's, she's fine. It's she's right. like 10 behind probably. By the time this, by the time she listens to it, it's going to be all right. But what it comes down to yeah, is whatever. just making sure that you understand like confronting your parents, you have to at some times. Yeah. There's going to be things that I ask of you or your mom asks of you. We want you to do all this stuff and you're just like, I, but I don't want to. But this is not it. But wanting to and having to are two different things too. Like, guess what? Because we get to do this afternoon. What do we have to do this afternoon? There's one more garden we got to take care of. <sighs> right. <laughs> right. Now, you're going to come out there and help me because we are gonna we can we can hammer it out in less than an hour. Yeah. But if I told you, hey, I need to do laundry, you're going to go outside and do that yourself. I would say no. <gasps> That's not... No, here's the argument there. Why would you say no? Because I'm not going to do the entire garden on my own. Why not? Because for the rest of them, we've done them together. Why not? do all of them together and just I did get one rid by of myself. them faster. I did one by myself. All the ones on the other side of the house, there I did by myself. There's two 40, over there. 12. <laughs> yes. I have done it many of times. Needs learning experience. So this is one of those things. I'm not saying, but this is where it comes down to. You're a big girl. There are some things you need to learn how to do by yourself. I'm not saying that that is something you're going to do by yourself right there, but there's, there comes plenty of times where all of a sudden like, I'm going to ask something of you, like, because you are very capable of doing it. Like you come downstairs with a whole bunch of laundry or something like that. There is no reason that you shouldn't fold that with your laundry. You're going to have to figure out how to fold laundry sometime, right? Yeah. You need to absolutely learn how to do all those things. Right. And you're going to struggle and it's going to be difficult and you're going to get frustrated, but it doesn't mean you have to do it by yourself. This is mom and my job to 
teach you yeah. how to fold there. Because there's certain, there's different ways to fold t-shirts from short sleeve, short sleeve to long sleeve to button down and all this other stuff. Different ways to fold jeans and stuff like that. It's just finding what works best for you. But this is where like the next time that you start doing those, you know, have some of your laundry, like you had a ridiculous amount yesterday. Oh yeah. Right. And you put those all away, right? Not yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guess what's happening after the podcast here? Oh, well, whatever. But what it comes down to is that you're almost 13. You are almost a teenager. There's no reason that you can't do a lot of these things by yourself. Yeah. You have, you've been able to do laundry. I can do laundry. Right. Exactly. So then when you bring all your laundry downstairs, if everything is done, now here's the kicker with doing laundry by yourself. This is where it's just being able to do laundry pay attention to it because if you and I are doing laundry at the same time, you have to be aware of how much time it takes on there in the washing machine and or dryer and make sure you're around to finish your laundry. Because if all of a sudden you choose to leave the house while you're doing laundry, you're going to find your wet clothes in a laundry basket while I continue doing laundry myself. So it's just finding that balance and everything there and making sure you're aware of all of these things that go along with that. Right? Right. But this is the conversation that goes along with that. Like confronting your parents in that situation literally just brought us down a rabbit hole right there. Oh, yeah. And that's not like a, most things on this podcast. Right. But that's not a bad thing. You have to be able to be aware of all these things because these are all things that are this is real life. This is this is exactly what's going to happen. Homework is going to turn into the exact same thing. It's going to turn into a big rabbit hole where all of a sudden you you're you have to do a little bit of research on something. And all of a sudden you might find something like, all right, I need to learn a little bit more a little bit more and all of a sudden you're like oh i find this interesting and now you're gonna now you're gonna rabbit hole off into another weird little place and stuff like that that's not a bad thing but it's just everything else takes time yeah right so this is where it's just kind of like you know there's when you're confronted when you're confronting your parents a lot of it comes down to us saying no either no or allowing or disallowing you to doing something that you don't want to do Right. Yeah. So that generally when we, when we say no to you, if it's something that you really want to do, what is your general feeling that happens immediately after? Well, I'm going to say something. It's probably going to make you upset, but it really depends on what the thing is that you said no to. I mean, that's fair. I understand that. But this is where like you wanted to spend time with a friend of yours yesterday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If, and I let you do that, mm-hmm. but we also know that if if you would have asked mom then at that time, and these are things that I'd, I was unaware of, mom would have said no to you. Mm-hmm. If mom would have said no to you, would you have been upset? Probably, yeah. Okay. Do you feel that you are old enough? So you went to the mall yesterday. You and your friend were there hanging out at the mall. Okay, that's yep. all that it was. Do you feel you're old enough to be able to go to the mall and do what you did yesterday? Yeah. Great. Then that means that you can... Then in our eyes, that means you can go outside and you can clean out a garden by yourself and then you can do laundry by yourself. The more adult things you feel you can do outside of the house means more adult things you get to do inside of the house. That's a fair balance. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things that you have to be able to see both sides. And unfortunately, this is where I understand mom's concern because we live in a world right now where it's scary. Yeah. It's scary. There's there's different uh, horrible things that are happening out there, especially to young kids, male and female and stuff like that. And malls, unfortunately, are a uh, 
amazing area to be able to make those kind of things happen. And we're not going to dig down that hole by any means here, but that's what no. that's, I know that's a lot of what mom's fear is. Oh yeah. Right. And so you have to be smart about that. But again, what it comes down to is that saying no to things for us is a lot of it is your safety, right? That's where our job is. That's, that's plain and simple. Our job is to get you to the age of 18 and then give you a thumbs up and say, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> What about afterwards calling for support? I don't know how to do taxes. Zool, stop trying to get in my chair. Well, let's let's cross that road when we get there, okay? Yeah. <laughs> let's get a job first. <laughs> <laughs> and let's, let's start with that, which is less than a year and a half away, right? Yay. Bam, 14 years old. You know, McDonald's needs help. That's right. Let's hope. So <laughs> that you will, that is. All right, so- We've digged down into some things today. So now Doug. we're only we're digging into this. Again, this is a compilation of things, how we screwed up words. Let's we make it happen. We have digged down into we're a whole dig and dig down into the words. But this is where <laughs> we have all made mistakes. All right. I've yeah. made many mistakes. It doesn't matter if I'm at home. You've made many mistakes before? Many mistakes. Yes. Many mistakes. <laughs> this is just a day. <laughs> yeah. But many times, even at work, Currently, my current job where I've had to go and apologize to somebody or have a sit, sit down, phone call, a lot of it just generally apologies because I know that I've made mistakes. Yeah. Right. And that's and that's one of those things you have to own it and you feel bad about it and you feel horrible and it's uncomfortable. But owning that mistake definitely makes you a better, stronger person. And those people that that you are owning that mistake up to will look at you with more respect and will believe in you more and will entrust you more. If you can, if you never, if those people are never makes, I never make mistakes. Like most certainly I don't even like those people. <laughs> yeah. Are already like you're, you're bothering me. I don't want any part it's of what you It's not even possible. So, like it really isn't. Unless if you've just sat at home your entire life, that was already a mistake. But <laughs> so this is one of those things like, so can you think of a mistake that you made ever that you that you either regret not owning up to or one that you know that you've done that you've owned up to that was uncomfortable. Okay, so I know I have. I just can't think of anything off the top of my head, but um, there was this one kid. I don't remember an exact example from me, but there's what did happen like last week or something. Sure. So can I use this example? Sure, do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm not saying names at okay. all because Good. that's not okay. But there was this one kid who would always squeak their shoes in the hallway. And I always told them to stop because it was really annoying. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that always is. And he would be like, oops, squeak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was one day where a teacher, because the teacher was in like, we were coming from outside because we were taking a mask break because we have masks mm-hmm. on. It's annoying. And we were in a line and the teacher was in the back and we were like going through a hallway and there's like other classes going on stuff. And one of the teachers has to come out of their classroom and talk to the other teacher from what we heard. And she said, well, one of the students was squeaking their shoes and it was disrupting my class and distracting my students, blah, blah, blah. We get the idea. Mm. So we come back into the classroom and the and the teacher says, Okay, so so and so came out into the hallway and told me that one of the kids were squeaking their shoes. If you know who it is, write it down on a piece of paper. Okay? okay, simple. I knew who it was, but the kid raised his hand, and the teacher didn't see it for like a while, so he was just waiting there, you know, sitting over here. 
And so he eventually, was he was just sitting there going, "I was the one that did it." Is yeah. That what you're saying? Well, okay. he did, wasn't saying like I was the one that did no, but it he right was, here. But he like, was he was he was owning up to his it. Hand. He was yeah. owning up to it. Okay, okay. In yeah. general, so then when the teacher came over, he was just like, "It was me. I was the one who was squeaking my shoes in the hallway." And she was just like, "Okay, can you please just write this apology letter?" Because if he were to have not owned up to it and not said anything, odds are he would have gotten in more trouble. Right. That's that's exactly it. That's how that always works right there. Exactly. I, you know, I've I've had to own up mistakes because I know that I would have made more, I would have had more issues with everything that was happening at that point in time, especially when I was younger with my parents and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I made, I made some, some long distance phone calls that I wasn't supposed to, that I was, uh, that I got in trouble for. And then, um, and I had to, I had to own up to it because otherwise they were going to, they would have figured it out. It just would have, it was just easier to do it. And instead of being mean and angry and all that other kind of stuff, they were just like, well, I'm disappointed, which sometimes disappointment's even worse than angry. Like, I'm oh, just, yeah. I'm disappointed in you. Like, I'm not angry. mad. I'm just disappointed. That's, like, that's a great line. <laughs> I've used that many of times. That is so good. And you're like, why don't you just be mad at me? I don't want you to be disappointed in me. But that's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm stuff not right mad. There. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I should use, I need to use those words more often. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I don't think Bo would get it yet, but I think you would. You would. Oh, yeah. That's it. All right. So we do have one email that I want to go into. That, that We did have somebody in there. So Buddy Josh emailed us here. Again. <clears throat> again. Hey, that's hey, all right. Hey, guys. 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 Guess, guess what? On, you, wanna... you could email us, too. And we're going to we're gonna talk about you. And we're going to yeah. read these emails here. So Yeah. We we could, like, almost give you a shout out. We could. Like, give me like, some love. Like, just, just email us. So here we go. So this is just Josh's email that we have. So it says you. You often mention that growing up Thursday was burger night. Did you ever? Uh, did you have any other nights with a particular go-to meal? Okay. Um, no, I did not. Not at all. That was just Thursdays. Yep. Right. Um, as a family now, do you have any of those days, nights now, where it's just kind of go-to? Not really. Like with dinner, because yeah. dinner is like the big meal in our house. I'm gonna explain this to you, that. You do it, but. In our house, breakfast is random. Breakfast can be whatever. Sometimes, like, when we make pancakes, everybody has pancakes because they're fresh. Right. Same with waffles or, you know, those kinds of things. Dinner is the one that we all eat together all the time. Doesn't matter. And then lunch on occasional Wednesdays. This doesn't really count, but on occasional Wednesdays, mom brings home sushi because on Wednesdays they are only five dollars at festivals. That's right. So exactly. I mean, so it's a quick little snack for you guys. Exactly. But that's really no. So if you could have one thing every week on a spe- specific day, what would it be? Um, I gotta think about that one. It would probably be Taco Tuesday, though. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. That's such a good. That's a classic one. Exactly. See, I like making my pizzas, and because pizzas are such a blank canvas, I would like Pizza Friday. Pizza Friday would be good too. What do you think Bo would want? Bo would probably want Mac and Cheese Monday. (laughs) You think I'm kidding? Nope. Not Mom Mac and Cheese Monday. You want Box Box Mac and Cheese Monday. So Josh went on saying here, it's like, so when I was growing up with my dad, um, his dad and I had, they had spaghetti night. Found for a while that I didn't want to eat it anymore after he moved out of the house. Yeah. um, But later now he's learned to love it and often have... uh, as a de facto Wednesday. I don't know if that's a typo or not, but this is where, and it's, it's actually whether or night, uh, if it's bath night 
Wednesday or Thursday, depending on the week, because he's got twin girls. And if you're going to have twin girls that are two years old plus, and they're eating spaghetti, guarantee you it's bath night after that. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a little bit messy, but, uh, but it is one of his girls' favorite foods too. So this is one of those things that they always, um, uh, yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday. And Josh finishes off with, as always, love the show, Josh. But Yay. yeah, that's it's where Josh, but this is where like, Josh, have you ever had made your own spaghetti? Like we've gone, mm. we we have er, Lord knows I don't even know if you know what the taste of box spaghetti tastes like anymore. Um, I do, but like I couldn't describe it to you. Right. What is what is the dad's fresh pasta taste like? Doughy, heaven, good pasta. <laughs> it's just deliciousness. How we have spaghetti is Graham cans. My grandma cans spaghetti sauce. She makes her own. Yep. And then we, my dad makes noodles. Yep. Out of pasta dough. That's important. Don't make it out of pizza dough. No, don't do it out of pizza <laughs> don't dough. Don't do it out of pizza dough. But I make dough. my own dough. Yep. Um, and then uh, there's meatballs that mom makes. Yep. Out of whatever. Some sometimes beef we that, spice them we have, up. We get our own. We, like, we, we, get a, we get a cow and all that kind of stuff. So it's a good good thing. So, I mean, yeah. all in all, it's a good meal. But spaghetti, I, I like you, Josh, I was not a fan of it for a long time because I ate a lot of it when I was younger. But I most certainly do now. All right. All right. Any last words? Um, Pasta. Pasta. There it is. All yep. right. See you guys later. Bye, guys.